48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. Carrie Lam says she's a defender of press freedom. More questions are asked about reports of Chinese border guards illegally crossing into Hong Kong. And a mainland man is jailed for trying to kidnap former Urban Council chairman Ronald Leung in 2007. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, says she is a defender of freedom and takes the matter very seriously. Concerns have been raised following the initial cancelling of a talk here by a mainland dissident writer and the government's report to the United Nations that there is no problem with Hong Kong's human rights situation. Speaking ahead of the weekly Executive Council meeting, Mrs Lam reiterated that she had nothing to do with the decision by the Taekwon Heritage Centre to cancel a talk by writer Ma Jian over his political views. The government-sponsored arts complex later changed its mind and allowed Mr Ma to hold his talk. Here's Mrs Lam. Under the uh, basic law, we safeguard freedoms, freedoms of expression, freedoms of journalism and freedoms of gathering. And as a chief executive of a Hong Kong special administrative region, I take that constitutional obligation very seriously. So I will defend those uh, freedoms uh, in a very responsible manner. Mrs Lam was also asked to respond to a survey that suggests about half of Hong Kong people don't want the government's proposed Lanto Tomorrow Vision reclamation plan. Mrs Lam said reclamation is a solution that can't be avoided. She said that most people would agree there is a land shortage problem and with the waiting time for public housing worsening to five and a half years, the government has a responsibility to do something. The pan-democratic camp yesterday released the results of a survey that found only 39% of 1,000 respondents support the 1,700 hectares artificial island plan. Meanwhile, Mrs Lam says her administration has asked mainland authorities about reports that Chinese guards have been crossing over the border to Sha Tau Kok without Hong Kong permission. The Factual News Agency reported over the weekend that guards from Guangdong have taken over private land in the SAR's restricted zone, building a bridge over the Sha Tau Kok River so they can cross back and forth from Shenzhen at will. The agency said the guards have occupied the land for at least six years and are using it to grow vegetables. Members of the Civic Party will hand in a petition to the Security Bureau this afternoon demanding answers as to what is happening and why. Here's party leader Alvin Young. We expect at least the lens department could come up and clarify with Hong Kong people that A, that piece of land in question is whether that is a piece of Hong Kong land. If so, then what had happened to that piece of Hong Kong land now in control of the Chinese army? Number two, in terms of immigration policy, the Hong Kong government should come out and make it very clear that the Chinese army cannot simply cross the border so casually without going through any proper procedure. The Democratic Party's James Toe, who sits on LegCo's security panel, said the reports reflect badly on both Hong Kong and the PLA. If there is a secret site which has a direct access to the mainland, without checking point, without any custom manning the border, how can we convince the international partners that we have a good enforcement regime? No. I think there's a horrible thing that is a totally inconsistent with the image of the PLA so far being a quite disciplined forces. This is a serious matter and must be seriously punished and investigated. 
A mainland man has been jailed for 14 years for taking part in an attempt to kidnap former urban council chairman Ronald Leung in Causeway Bay in 2007. Lee Guoyong, who's 46, fled the city after the failed abduction bid and was arrested when he returned to Hong Kong last year. Mr Leung had put up a struggle during the attack and bit the finger of one of his assailants. In sentencing, Madam Justice Maggie Poon said kidnapping is an evil crime and it's important to impose a deterrent sentence to protect public safety. The mastermind of the kidnap bid, Brandy Chang, was also jailed for 14 years in 2008. Family and friends have been paying tribute to the late Louis Cha at a private funeral service, as he had requested. Among those attending were former chief executive Tung Chi Wah and Alibaba's Jack Ma. Mr Cha, a giant of Chinese literature, is to be cremated in the Polin Monastery. Members of the public can sign a condolence book at a gallery at the Heritage Museum in Sha Tin until the end of the month. Turning overseas and the authorities in Northern California say they found the remains of another 13 people killed by the worst wildfire in the history of the state. It brings a total of those known to have died to around 42. Dozens of others are still missing. Forensic experts are stepping up their search in the town of Paradise, where thousands of buildings have been destroyed. Two mobile army morgues are being brought in to help with identification of the dead. Corey Hania is the sheriff of Butte County. We actually are going to increase the number of resources that we're dedicating to that mission. Uh, We're going to do that by requesting 150 search and rescue personnel, which will start arriving tomorrow. Um, We are also requesting uh, four search and rescue management teams to help us coordinate the search so we're utilizing the search and rescue members effectively. The winner of the race for the Senate of Sorry, the the winner of the Senate race for the U.S. state of Arizona has been announced after all postal ballots were finally counted. The Democratic Party's candidate, Kristen Sinema, won a narrow victory over Martha McSally, weakening the Republican majority in the Senate to just four seats. Ms. Sinema spoke to supporters after the announcement. Arizona rejected what has become far too common in our country. Name-calling, petty, personal attacks and doing and saying whatever it takes just to get elected. It's dangerous, and it lessens who we are as a country. Amnesty International has stripped Myanmar's leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, of its highest honour, the Ambassador of Conscience Award. The organisation cited her apparent indifference to atrocities committed by Myanmar's military against the Rohingya people. Here's the BBC's Nick Peake. One by one, the Freedoms Fellowships and even an honorary citizenship have been revoked for a civilian leader who stubbornly denies crimes against humanity have taken place on her watch. Amnesty International has written to Miss Suu Kyi, saying it is withdrawing her 2009 Ambassador of Conscience Award because, as they put it, she no longer represents a symbol of hope, courage and the undying defence of human rights. A U.S. think tank says it's identified at least 13 ballistic missile sites in North Korea that haven't been declared by the authorities. The Center for Strategic and International Studies used commercial satellite imagery and interviews with analysts and North Korean defectors to pinpoint the hidden locations in a new report. Earlier this month, North Korea threatened to restart the development of its nuclear weapons program if the United States refused to ease strict sanctions. The British Prime Minister, Theresa May, says negotiators are working through the night to finalise a Brexit deal with the European Union. Mrs May was addressing a banquet in London's financial district. This will not be an agreement at any cost. 
Any deal must ensure we take back control of our laws, borders and money. It must secure the ability to strike new trade deals around the world. And it must also be a deal that protects jobs, our security and our precious union. However, Mrs May has admitted that her compromise plan, which seeks to maintain close trade ties with the EU, faces opposition from both pro- and anti-Brexit politicians, as well as the Northern Irish Party that props up her government and some of her own ministers. The British Foreign Secretary, Jeremy Hunt, says there's a real prospect for holding peace negotiations to end the four-year war in Yemen. He was speaking after meeting the King and Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia and leaders of the United Arab Emirates in their respective capitals. Mr Hunt said the improved situation stemmed from Saudi Arabia's confirmation that it was willing to evacuate 50 wounded Houthi fighters to receive medical treatment in Oman. This is potentially very significant because this has always been one of the conditions the Houthis have made on their attendance at the peace talks that are scheduled to happen at the end of November. And if this unblocks that, then that makes the prospect of those peace talks happening more real, and that will be very important. The Israeli army has attacked dozens of targets in Gaza, including the studios of Hamas's television station Al-Aqsa. Israel's military said the strikes were in response to rockets fired from Gaza. Three Palestinians have been killed. The body of an Israeli man has been found in the rubble of a building hit by a rocket. There's been a major escalation in violence over the past 24 hours following a covert Israeli special forces operation that was intercepted in Gaza. Jonathan Conraker speaks for the Israeli military. Hamas and other terrorist organizations have fired more than 200 rockets from Gaza towards Israel. The Iron Dome system has intercepted more than 60, and the rest of the rockets, most of them, fell in open terrain. Unfortunately, a few of those rockets also landed inside Israeli cities and have caused damage as well as civilian casualties. These attacks against Israeli civilians are unacceptable, and we will not tolerate them. Prosecutors in Germany have charged a 59-year-old man on suspicion of trying to sell stolen diaries and other possessions of the late Beatle John Lennon. They were stolen in 2006 from the New York apartment of Lennon's widow, Yoko Ono, allegedly by another man, her former chauffeur. Here's the BBC's Danny Eberhard. The items recovered last year from a bankrupt auction house and the suspect's car included two pairs of Lennon's glasses, an audio tape of a Beatles recording and three of his personal diaries. One contained the last entry Lennon ever made on the day he was shot in 1980. The suspect, identified as Erhan G, is said to have received an advance of £680,000 for those items that were to be auctioned. It's not clear how he got them. He's charged with receiving stolen goods and conspiracy to defraud. The comic book writer and editor Stan Lee, who redefined the superhero genre at Marvel Comics, has died in Los Angeles. He was 95. During his prolific career, Stan Lee co-created a universe of heroes, including Spider-Man, the Incredible Hulk and Captain America. His characters attracted huge audiences by combining superpowers with human frailty and moral complexity. Films based on his creations have made more than 20 billion US dollars in cinemas around the world. But as Mr Lee explained, the artists never imagined their creations would be so successful. We would all be hoping somebody would buy the comic books so that we could keep our jobs and pay the rent and not be thrown out in the streets. But we never for a minute could have envisioned anything like what happened to these characters. 
And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 25,598. That's 37 points down on the previous close. Turnover was $51 billion. And now with the latest sports news, here's Adam Jung. Spanish football giants Real Madrid are set to confirm Santiago Soleri as their coach until the end of the season. That's after four straight wins since he took charge following the sacking of Julian Lopetegui. Spanish journalist Juan Castro says Soleri deserves the job full-time. They have to do it that because uh, regularly they have to do it, otherwise uh, Soleri will be not allowed to coach in the next game. But uh, the second question, yes, I think uh, he, he deserved it because he won the four games and he won the four games with, uh, with uh, you know, with control of the game, with goals only, uh, concede two goals. So I think he deserved it. The Liverpool striker Daniel Sturridge has been charged with misconduct by the English Football Association in relation to rules against betting. The BBC's Joe Parsons reports. The Liverpool striker Daniel Sturridge has been charged by the Football Association with misconduct for alleged breaches of its betting rules. Sturridge has been given until 18 hours GMT on Tuesday, November the 20th to respond to the charge, which relates to January of this year. It's alleged he breached one rule relating to betting on football and one which covers providing information relating to football which has been obtained by virtue of his position and is not publicly available. Liverpool say Daniel has given his full and unequivocal cooperation throughout this process. Daniel has also stated categorically that he has never gambled on football. Next to tennis, world number one Novak Djokovic has won his opening match at the ATP finals in London. He beat the big serving John Isner in straight sets. Isner hit 13 aces but Djokovic took the match 6-4-6-3. The match was great. I mean obviously I I managed to, to to have three breaks or serves of, um, of John, which is uh, sometimes mission impossible. Um, but I, I just managed to, to, to be at the right place at the right time, I guess. And uh, I, I held my serve really well. I, I thought I, I, I backed it up very nicely from the ba- uh, baseline, from back of the court. I played very, very solid. I didn't give him too many opportunities. And uh, yeah, just a great match overall. In the same group, Alexander Zverev won in straight sets against Marin Cilic. The German came from 5-2 down in the opening set and ended up winning 7-6-7-6. Japanese baseball star Shohei Otani has won the voting for American League Rookie of the Year. Otani became the first player since Babe Ruth in 1919 to record 10 homers and 4 pitching wins in the same season. Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Atlanta Braves won top rookie honor from the National League. The outfielder finished the season with 26 homers and 64 runs batted in. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, a reminder of our top stories. Carrie Lam says she's a defender of press freedom. More questions are asked about reports of Chinese border guards illegally crossing into Hong Kong and a mainland man is jailed for trying to kidnap former Urban Council chairman Ronald Leung in 2007. The news from RTHK. Yeah!